Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Not going to be too long. Just, just feeling like I needed to reach out to moms this week. Might even bring it into next week. Uh, and that's why we've been calling it the mom edition. You know, whether you are a mom, getting ready to be a mom, your desire is to be a mom. These are things that we're gonna need to know being a parent, stepping into the role of being a parent. And really this topic today, um, faith versus compassion, really is what started nonstop mom for me back at the end of 2018 when I started started with just podcasts and then started the group because it was one thing I learned going through a couple of experiences with my children of you know when it's just you and yourself and you know you're you you go through something or you believe in something you know you you've got that that faith at an all-time high you've got that um strength you feel like you know nothing can move you you've got your your feet planted <coughs> on solid ground and then you have kids and what happens you see those cute little faces and those tears you know you have to really learn to not be moved by tears because man they'll try to get you every time i had that instance today with my son now my son at five texts me Bitmoji faces of steam coming out his nose because he's upset and works his iPad like a 12-year-old and sends me voice memos of how upset he is that I left the house. So that, that's where we're at in life. But we have to distinguish and know when we have our children to be encouraged that things shouldn't change. Our faith should still be solid as a rock and growing and ever growing. You know, we, we get our children and there's, a, there's an issue they're going through as a baby. And of course, you want to make everything better or they're a toddler or they fall down and they hurt themselves. And, you know, they get to this point in life and, and, and it pulls on your heartstrings and you're, you're, you're their protector, right? You know, that's my children. I'm, I'm mama bear. I want to make sure I, I can fix everything. And sometimes we get that mindset and it's like, I'm the only one that can take care of my children. And we completely forget what the word of God says. I mean, I, at the end of the day, he's our ultimate, ultimate protector. He's, he, he's where we have our faith. He's where we stand into, into this. And so this topic has always been near and dear to me. Hey, Rose, because even as our kids grow up into teenagers and, and older, you know, we're, all, we're never going to stop believing for their well-being. We're never going to stop believing for the goodness of God to be in their life, for them to make the right decisions, for no harm to come near them. We're always going to believe that health and strength is, is rightfully theirs. Um, so our, our parent duty of believing for them and believing in faith doesn't go away. But sometimes I feel like we can get that um, compassion and it's more in the natural than in the supernatural. And I'm going to show you a few, a few places in the Bible because, yes, you know, as soon as I always think of this topic, you know, people will say there are some places where, where Jesus was moved by compassion. So I'm going to... Um, 
uh, bring that up here in just a little bit. But I always feel like we can get to that point in life when we become a parent that faith changes. It almost like the compassion, the natural love and compassion tends to start watering down our faith. It starts to water it down. Because it's like, you know, before you had kids, say you're believing to get rid of simple things. Let's just start with some, you know, cold, headaches. You know, you, you're like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take medicine. I'm going to the next level of faith. I've got this. God, God can heal me, you know, and you're good. And then your kid battles something. And then it's like medicine cabinet. Oh, wait, I need to go to CVS. You know, it's like the first thing. That's like our first reaction. We then don't stand on the word of God. We then like, how can we instantly fix this? But, you know, why can't we instantly fix it with the word of God? And so that's what we have to remember. Our faith, we still have compassion. We don't get rid of our compassion. That's a, that's a, that's a form of love. We don't get rid of our compassion. But what I'm going to be talking about today is we don't let it water down our parenting. We don't let it water down our faith in our parenting. The, the definition for compassion, sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. So this compassion, it's a natural. That's good, Leslie. She says, my first reaction is laying my hands on them and praying. And, and that's excellent. That's, the, that's exactly as a godly mother. That should be our first thought, our first instinct is the power that I'm told that I have in these hands to lay hands on the sick and see them recover is going to operate through me in my home on my children. That needs to always be our first thought. That's great, Leslie. And so the natural emotion of compassion. So the definition of faith, complete trust, strong belief and God a strong belief of God based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. All right? So we have compassion, we have the natural emotion, and then we have faith. Faith, you know, we're, we're not seeing with our natural eyes. We're walking by faith. And so I know in Mark 1, you know, when I was thinking today of, of how Jesus heals by faith and he heals by compassion, and I was like, really, like, Lord, what is this? Like, of course we have compassion towards people, so why is it? And um, got to thinking about it. You know, he heals the lepers in Mark 1 uh, due to compassion. It says it. It says, you know, he was moved by his compassion and laid hands on him and healed him. In Mark 6, when he feeds the multitude with the fishes and the loaves, and they had been out there all day, and what are you going to do, send everyone away? There was like thousands of people. It's like, no, they came to hear Jesus. So he had compassion and performed a miracle. So this is where we have to see kind of compassion. You know, love is based out of compassion. Love is based out of compassion. And so the, the, the love, faith works by love, the Bible says. Um, Nancy, I don't ever tell anybody, Nancy wrote on Facebook for you can't see it on YouTube, is it wrong to give medication after praying? You know, I, I, I don't ever tell anyone to take or not to take their medicine. I just teach from the Word of God 
to build your faith and then you you use wisdom and make your decision and ask the Lord what what you want to do you know there's there are steps you take to faith but th that is not a, an answer I will never tell anyone to take or not to take that has to be your own personal um, decision um, okay so so uh, Mark 6, he, feel, he feeds the multitude, he has compassion. We know that love works by faith. But Jesus' compassion drove him to do something supernatural. So the, the supernatural, that supernatural love, that supernatural compassion drove Jesus to perform a miracle. Okay? It performed him to do something in the supernatural. It performed him to do something in the supernatural, not the natural. So in that instance, when the leper was there, uh, Jesus wasn't moved by compassion and then said, I love you. I'm so upset. I don't want to see you hurt. Come with me. Let's go to the doctor's office. Okay, so that's natural. And I'm not saying doctors are bad. Doctors have, have helped so many people, and God gives them a mind to do it. God has gifted um, doctors' minds to be gifted and do what they do. But at the end of the day, we also know that that, that can go so far. That, that goes so far. So for me, my whole, my whole thinking is, why don't we just believe now and not get to the point, all right? Not get to the point um, uh, of, uh, of believing, you know, for different plans, so we have to not go by the natural. That love, that, that compassion, that, that compassion that Jesus had worked in the supernatural. That is what performs miracles. Like I said, faith works by love, and love is in compassion. And so Jesus' compassion drove him to do something supernatural, not natural. Faith action, a step of faith, a faith action action will always align itself with God's word and instruction. So remember, parents, a faith action will always align itself with the word of God, with the word of God and instruction. Faith works by love, like I said, and love is a form of compassion. So your faith action has to line up with God's instruction in order for it to work. It's just like a math equation. You can't say 2 plus 4 is 5 because it's not. So it's got to work together. It's got to be the right equation. So your faith action has to line up with the Word of God and the instruction that He's given to us in the Word of God. So we know, you know, with different situations, I, I know some of you know the situation I dealt with Maddie and I dealt with Brooklyn. And as parents, we can allow um, natural love and natural compassion to produce fear and unbelief uh, as the driving force. You know, when Maddie was in the hospital, if any of you knew are, are watching, when Maddie was two and a half, she was in the hospital. Um, she had a rare blood disease. It came upon her in a meeting. Uh, she went to the point of um, uh, not walking, not eating, uh, lethargic. I mean, it, it was really bad. So I brought her 
to my pediatrician. And when the pediatrician comes in and out and then another person comes in and out and they never say anything to you, you're like, okay. Then they come in and they say, we've uh, set you up going to the children's hospital in Norfolk uh, into the emergency room. So go, go ahead and take her now. And I'm just like, uh, I'm sorry. I came in here thinking that she had like the flu. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, so then in that moment, what's gotta happen? When you're hit with a report that's not supposed to be your story. See, we're, things are gonna come our way, right? Things are gonna come our way. Look what it says in Psalm 34, 19. Many are the affliction of the righteous. Trouble's gonna come to us. But then it says, but the Lord delivers them out of them all, not some, all. So this report of Maddie having a blood disease was something that God said he's going to deliver her out of. So in that moment, my faith had to rise up or my natural compassion, because then you don't go into situations with a clear mind. When we walked into the emergency room and they are, you know, giving us uh, myocarditis and fluid around her heart and how dangerous and uh, it could it could cause congestive heart failure. These are all the things that are being thrown at you. Then they're saying she has rheumatoid arthritis as a kid. She's not walking. She's uh, in agony to the touch. You couldn't touch Maddie. She was in agony at two and a half. The story that Ted tells every time when he preaches about her healing of her saying, Daddy, don't let him hurt me. It's true. Tears literally streaming down her face saying that. Me, I had to actually walk outside the door and had a conversation with the Lord because I was like, what the heck is going on? This isn't my story. This isn't my kid's story. We go around. We preach the goodness of God. Our ministry name is Miracle Word Ministries. We're in it for two years now, and, and this is not, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. So even though in that moment I'm moved by her pain and I shed tears, you know, that doesn't mean that your faith is low because you're human and you have a feeling. It's what's your spirit man going? What is it doing in that moment? What is it doing? Am I going to make a decision based on now my natural love for Maddie? Or do I need to seek the face of God as a parent and say, listen, this is a moment where the Holy Spirit needs to guide me. This is a moment. Now, every moment should be that way. Even the small things. You know, Brooklyn got entered into the hospital um, when she was three and a half months old, on the road, I'm telling you, anytime we've been attacked, my kids in a severe way, has always been during a meeting. Devil is so stupid. He has no new tricks. It's like, he, he's ridiculous. And so I had to be in the hospital. Brooklyn's in ICU. She comes out healed. No medication while she's in there. Maddie had no medication while she's in, in the hospital. You know, both hospitals are mad at me for uh, 
all different reasons. No vaccines, they're mad at me. The hospitals are mad at me because I won't give Maddie the flu shot because of what she went through. And they said if she, it's flu season, if she caught the flu at the state that she's in that we're releasing her, even though we can't find the blood disease anymore because of the, the fluid and the stuff around her heart, she will get something else. I can't even remember the name that they gave me. And she will die, like she will die. That, that's what they're telling me. She, it, she will die, and, be the, and they're making me sign papers telling me I know and I will not hold the hospital accountable if Maddie was to get sick and die. I mean, that's, that's how, how big it was. That's how big of a deal it was. And, and I'm signing papers. Ted goes, pray about it. I'm going to pray about it. I'm walking to the car. I'm going to put our stuff in the car. When I get back, let's get an answer. He came back and I said, I don't, I don't feel to give, give her that. I don't feel to give her that. God says she's healed. We already got our miracle. So I don't need another fear report coming my way. You know, you have to get big enough and look the devil square in the eyes and say, listen, buddy, <laughs> you know, we'll fight for our kids in the natural. You're not going to let some stranger come up to him at a park and try to take them. So in the same situation, with every situation, look at the enemy in the eye and say, listen, you're going to have to bind up the strong man, and I'm way stronger than you, and you're never going to bound me. You're never going to bind me up. I'll take you out before you take me out. And that's just how you have to talk. You've got to build your spirit man up where you're a person who takes faith violently. Faith is a fight. It's the fight of faith, the Bible says. So you're going to have to fight sometimes. And as a parent, that's what we're going to have to do with our children. And, and, and going back to the story, when Brooklyn came home from the hospital, I was so exhausted. And Maddie was so exhausted, and it was like a long week. And she started to get a fever, and Maddie had 104 fever. And I was so ticked. Like, it was just, just you know what I mean? When you, like, have had enough, you have enough. You just had enough. And, um, you know, everyone's coming. Take her right now to the doctor. Take her right now to the doctor. And like I said, I don't have anything against doctors. But for me and what I'm standing on with my family, I started reading the Word of God. You know, I listen to Bill Winston a lot. He is my, my big faith guy. He's my, he's my big faith preacher. Just listening to him yesterday in the car on the way to the airport. And um, he said, you know, the next time... You have, a, you have an issue with something and you're going to go reach for your medicine cabinet. Why don't you reach for the Word of God and start reading it? It's medicine. It says it's medicine to our bodies. So I was like, okay, we're going we're to take this medicine. I'm not leaving the house. And you know, a lot of people are like, that was irresponsible. But you know what? I was obedient to what God was telling me in that moment. And you will be too. God entrusts you with your children. God entrusts you with what you're doing. So don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. I, I'm more afraid of not <laughs> obeying the word of God than anything else. I'm not going to fail. He's on our side. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you into all the right decisions. And so I prayed over Maddie, and I got to the point with Peter's mother-in-law, mother who was sick with a fever, and Jesus reached down his hand and grabbed it, and she was made well and got up and cooked a dinner. And I said, that's Maddie right there. She has a fever, but she's going to be made well. And she was. We stayed home. We fought through it for a day. Prayer, ice packs, and it was gone. 
She didn't take Tylenol. She didn't do any of that stuff. Prayer. It works. And we have to work it to work it. Work it to work it. We've got to work our faith. If we're not working it, how will it ever grow? Just like our muscles. If we don't work it, how will they ever grow? And so when I based um, my ministry, when I first started with Nonstop Mom, it was on this thought of faith versus compassion. And really my, my go-to verse that I always bring up is um, 1 Samuel 2. But at the beginning of it, it's Hannah's praying for a son. She wants a son so bad. She wants a son so bad. And um, she's telling the Lord, you know what? If you give me, if you give me this son, I'm going to give him to you. I'm going to dedicate him to you. What better person is going to take care of my son, my child than you? You know, when you're, when you're pregnant and when you have children, you know, what we, as, as Christian families, we dedicate them to the Lord. You know, how many of you have dedicated your children? I dedicated my babies to the Lord. I stood up there. My father-in-law was there. He did the dedication. My parents were there before the church on the altar before God dedicating my child, my children to the Lord saying, I will raise them godly. I promise, Lord, I promise to believe your word. I promise to stand on, on, on the word of God. I promise to live by faith. I promise to take care of them. I promise to keep the things of this world far from them. And when you do that, that we've got to put our trust in that moment We've got to put our trust and say, listen, I said I would dedicate them to the Lord and I trust that you'll take care of them. I trust that you'll take care of them. So Hannah's prayer here in verse 11, and she made this vow, O Lord of heaven's army, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord. His hair will never be cut. And so she's, she's praying. She said, I will, I will give him back to you, Lord. Well, look, if you go down to 19, she gets pregnant. She, she's having Samuel. And she ends up taking him. Once he's weaned, she does what she says. She says, I'm giving him to the Lord. And he will belong to the Lord his whole life. His whole life. And when we're saying to the Lord, I'm a better protector than you, you're putting your trust in yourself rather than God. You're saying, I've got this God, step aside. And we need to go to him more in prayer over our children. We need to go to him more in what shall I do in this situation. We need to go to him more than ever over our kids, especially the way the world is going. Especially, there's going to be temptations out there. There's going to be uh, uh, doors open uh, to, to them, you know, where, where spiritual things come, can, can come in, with people they're around, situations, stuff that they're into. And we've got to make sure that our faith isn't going to override and make exceptions for things to be allowed because we want to be a good parent. We love them. We want to be their friend. We want to, you know, we want to, we got to, we got to cut that out. This is serious. This is a serious time when we're a parent. 
It is serious to live by faith. It is serious to take care of them. And with the Lord's help, he's promised to be our protector. He has promised to take care of the righteous. Look what it says in um, 2 Thessalonians 3.3, But the Lord is faithful, always faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Look at Psalm 61.7. May he reign under God's protection forever. May your unfailing love and faithfulness watch over him. Watch over him. He is a God who's going to protect his children. A God who's going to take care. A God who's going to be faithful to us and to your children. He gave them to you. He gave them to you. But we can't let go of him. Once we become a parent, we kind of get that like, it's my kid type feel. This is my kid. I'm in charge. But we have to understand there's still our heavenly father who is the ruler over it all. And so in 1 Samuel 2.1 is what really became my theme verse. And it's, then Hannah prayed, my heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. No one is holy like the Lord. There's no one beside you. There's no rock like our God. Like our God. When you have a situation rising up against your children, whether it be sickness, whether it be some things coming at them from temptations from this world, look at this prayer. It says now. You have a now answer. You have a now word for that situation. You're able to stick up to the enemies. You're able to command. You know, there is a difference in uh, commanding faith and your personal faith. You got to be able to operate in both. I got my personal faith, but I also have commanding faith over my children. I'm not letting the enemy have a foothold, a footstep into my house. I'm not letting the enemy come into their lives. I'm going to help with God's help. He's going to help me protect them and guard them and keep them safe. But we have to be parents that walk by faith and, and hear the voice of the Lord. Hear it. My kids could have gone a different direction in the hospital if I didn't hear the voice of the Lord. And I heard the doctors and I heard the reports. What ears do you have on? What eyes are you looking through? Are you listening with ears of faith? Are you looking through your supernatural eyes? That's what's going to bring your family up to another level. That's what's going to make your parenting strong. Look from 2 Timothy 1.7. We have a sound mind. We parent from a sound mind, right? We don't allow fear. We don't allow anxiety. We don't allow that. Because it says, you, if, you, if, you parent, if you parent from a place of anxiety and fear and worry and like, you know, you're just worked up all the time. I've known those people. Worked up. We're worked up. <gasps> oh my gosh. This is going to happen to them. They can't do that. Oh my gosh. Climb down from there. Ah, 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 ah. You know, that, 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 that rubs off on your children. That rubs off 
on, on your children. And that's how they become. They become an anxiety filled and they're feel fearful to do things. And, and it, I mean, I'm telling you, it opens the door, but when you live by faith, now wisdom, I'm not saying like, tell your kids, go climb to the, your roof or something like that and see how great of a climber they are. There is wisdom, but I'm just saying like, there are parents that get to that point where it's like <sighs> all the time with their kids and that's going to rub off. If you parent from anxiety and fear and, and, and no trust into the Lord, your kids are going to adapt that, that feeling. You're going to open a door to fear. That spirit, that spirit of fear is going to be opened and it's going to walk right in and set up shop. And, and it's a nasty route. It's a nasty route. Um, and so you have a now answer for your enemies. Go down to verse 9 and 10. He'll protect his faithful ones, but the wicked will disappear in darkness. No one will succeed by strength alone. Those who fight against the Lord will be shattered. He thunders against them from heaven. The Lord judges throughout the earth. He gives power to his king. He increases the strength of his anointed one. He increases the strength of his anointed one. So we need to parent from a place of faith. Compassion, yes. Love, yes. But realize that there is a difference. That natural love through compassion will make you make decisions that are not faith-based decisions. Not faith-based decisions. You got to be able to look at a, at a situation and see it differently. I spoke on that yesterday morning. This year, we're seeing things differently. We're seeing a, a vision of what we want, a vision of how we want things to be, a vision that God's given to us that we're going to step into. We got to be able to see it differently for our children. Th th this generation isn't going to fall to the wayside. I don't care what statements are out there, what society's saying they're going to be without. They're not going to be without. They're always going to be with. They're always going to have what God's called them to have. They're always going to have and do the purpose that God has in plan for their life. So I encourage you as a parent, I've been in those situations and you've got to look at that situation and be like, by, because by living by faith, I'm making the right decision. Doesn't mean I love them any less, but I'm going to live by faith and make faith-filled decisions that are going to increase their faith. It's beneficial to our children as well, as well as us going to the next level. Now, we don't use our kids as guinea pigs. I get that. That's why I'm saying you have to tie wisdom into this too and go by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And there's things people I've done with my children and there's decisions I've made medically with my children that not everyone understands. But at the end of the day, I have one person to answer to, one person leading and guiding me, one person telling me what's best for my family. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. But we have to start, you know, we, we want to say, you know, we've got faith for getting rid of this disease and, and this and that. And, you know, let's start with a cold. Anything that comes into your children's life, whether it be a cold, whether it be some kind of worldly temptation, let's get offended at it early. Let's get offended at, at, at it at a young stage. 
Because then when, when big stuff comes, you, you ain't putting up with nothing. You're not. You're not putting up with any of it because you're raring and ready to go. So I encourage you moms, obviously keep that compassion. That's, that's, that's love. But let's not get it into a natural state. Remember, Jesus worked miracles out of supernatural love from the compassion. The compassion he had produced supernatural results. The compassion he had produced miracles. So we're going to walk by faith this year like never before. We're raising giant slayers that are going to live by great faith, by great faith. And I encourage you, moms, you can do it. You don't have to go by the society pressures. You don't have to live by what the world's telling you to get for your children and do for your children and say to your children and give this child this and that child this because it's the way of life. If it's not the Bible way, don't do it. If it's not the way that God says, don't do it. We live in a different kingdom. We live by different standards. We live by different rules. And if God's word doesn't line up with it, don't do it. Leslie said, my daughter told me her nose was a little stuffy. I said, it has no place. Speak to it. We prayed. And the next thing you know, she had no stuffy nose. Take that devil. I got your number. That's right, Leslie. That's right. I, I love these comments because it encourages other moms that are watching on here. Lena, I've been offended with this stupid COVID. That's right. That's right. You, got, you get offended with these uh, little foxes that like to spoil. Not everything's going to be big with your children. Not everything's going to be some major deal. But we're going we're gonna to nip it soon and we're going to live by great faith as a parent. Because at the end of the day, that, that, that's what's going to get you through this life. Living in faith, not anything in this world that's chaotic in crisis. They're like in crisis mode every time you turn on the TV or news channel or, you know, you go to a store. Everyone's in crisis mode. We don't live that way. We live by faith, the Bible says. So Jesus, thank you for moms that are listening today. Thank you, Lord, that you've given them a supernatural strength, that, that you've given them a, an encouragement today in their spirit, that they're just like Hannah's prayer, a woman that's full of joy because she rejoices, a woman that's full of strength because the Lord has made us strong, a woman that has an answer for her enemies. A now word. Thank you, Lord, that you're giving us moms a now word for our children. A now word. What is their next step? What can we help them with? What can we get them through? You've given us a now word because you've given us an answer for our enemies. We know what to say. We know how to conduct ourselves. So thank you, Lord, for this encouragement and a spirit. I believe this was like a, 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 a spirit lifting even though it's not like a running and shouting broadcast type of day, I know that it's an encouragement that we need to hear because we walk by faith. It's our strength for everyday life. It gets us through. It gets us to the next thing, the next great thing that God has for us. So thank you, Lord, for the moms that are listening, watching on the replay, listening on the podcast.
that you've made us full of joy. You've made us an answer for our enemies. You've made us healthy and our faith is at an all time high. Thank you, Lord, for the children that you've entrusted into our lives, that we are a great example of the goodness of God to them, that you've given us strength. You've given us a uh, full of wisdom on what we need to do with our children. And we can't be talked out of it. We don't let the voices of this world talk us out of. We know one voice and it's our shepherd's voice. And we will be led and we will be guided into the greatness of what you have for us and our family. Thank you, Lord, that you're making us to be the best moms we could ever be. Full of strength, full of faith, full of joy, full of love, full of your compassion, Lord full of your compassion that produces miracles in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 I love these times with you. I, I'm liking these mom editions of just like, it's almost like just hanging out and talking with you and encouraging you. It encourages me. Um, and, and so I, 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 lo I want to I wanna do some more mom editions. So if there's any topics that... Um, that you want me to go over, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. But I believe it. I believe this is a time uh, moms need to be encouraged. Mom needs to know what the word of God says. It, it's like getting down to the basics, but it's a foundation of our parenting because we don't have to fail. We don't have to have prodigal kids. We don't have to have kids that are just constantly in and out of sin. We don't have to have that. The world tells us our kids need to try everything. And so we're going to just try the word of God and see them succeed in every area of their life. We're going to do exactly what God told us to do as a parent. Um, so thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for sticking with me. Next week, I think I'll do the same again. Some more mom additions. Just encouragement. I've got some declarations for you that I'm going to be giving out. And um, I think it's good. So if there's any if there's any other topics, I got some stuff written down. But there's other things uh, dealing with your kids. I'd love to go over it. I love to speak on it. So make sure you send me a message. Um, and now the winner is. You want to say? Okay, Brooklyn wants to say who's winning the nest home smart home air diffuser. <laughs> Okay, Miss Tiffany wrote it on the bottom of the screen. Zoom. Huh? No. Zoom? No. Where are you reading? <laughs> oh, not the bottom of the camera, Tiff. I was like, where is she reading the word Zoom? She's reading it on the oh. Zoom camera. Crystal Robinson. Rob Robinson. Yes, Crystal, congratulations, congratulations. Um, you won. Uh, I have, I have your, do they give their email? I mean, do they give their actual address in it? Or I have to get it from them. Okay, so Crystal, we're going to get your address from you. I'm going to get that order. You're going to love it. I want to hear from you on this smart home diffuser. I'm telling you it's amazing. You hook it up to your phone and you can just. Do whatever you want with your diffuser and nightlight. Uh, yeah, zoom one. Look at Leslie. Zoom one. <laughs>
Congratulations. I believe Crystal's still on. I guess I should make sure she's still on since I do that every time. So Crystal, let me know that you're on so I don't have to give your um, present away because you have to be on to receive. And it's Friday, guys. You know what that means. Are you ready for it, Tiff? <laughs> Where's Crystal? I might have to pick another name. Where is Crystal? Where's Crystal? Where is Crystal? Come on, Crystal. These ladies are cutthroat. They're going to want me to pick another name soon. She said, let go. <laughs> Crystal, crystal, crystal. I know this is like the hard time with like a delay tiff because as soon as I say, as soon as I say who the next one is, she's gonna be like, I'm here. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna have to go with next. Cause we have waited, a, we have waited a good time. Crystal. We have We're waited. the compassion of Brooklyn. We're sorry, Crystal. Oh, Crystal should have stayed on because the winner of the Pura Gina. Next. <laughs> All right, it's Gina. Gina Spradlin. Woo! Please be on. Gina, Gina, Gina. She's not Just like, please turn these again. down because my ears. She's not here. We have to give it Make up. sure, Gina, let me know you're on. And we'll get your address. Man. What? Leslie's saying, yeah, Gina. Only if Gina's on. Uh, two people are losing a prize. Gina, <laughs> come on to get a prize. <laughs> Lena says, Gina, you sure it's not Lena? Gina? Well, you know what, Lena? I think Gina's gone too, so. <laughs> It might at the end of the okay. day. I Desiree says, I think she's gone too. She's another winner, Miss Tiffany. All right, mix it up in I'm that machine. All right, Tiffany's entering it. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh! Who is it? Caitlin. Caitlin! Are you on? I said that at the beginning. <laughs> like, is she on, Caitlin is on. I know I just saw her name. Go do the dance. Go, Brooklyn. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, you got it. See all those, see all those wax melters you have sewed into my life. I know that's not the right name. <laughs> when are they? Scentsies. They're Scentsies, but that's the brand. But they're wax melters. They wax melt and they smell your house. <laughs> hey, Caitlin. I'm so excited for you. Love you. Congratulations. You ladies are awesome. Uh, next, someone asked, warmers. They're warmers. <laughs> The warmers. Say all the warmers you've sewed into my life, and now the machine has picked you. Donna, when you're on during the broadcast, uh, a link will pop up, or you can memorize it. It's the same length every 
um, week, it's carolynshuttlesworth.com forward slash Friday. And so every Friday during the broadcast, um, uh, Crystal wasn't on though when we gave it away because it's been a good like at least five minutes, at least. So next time, gotta stay on. Love you guys. Have. I just explained it to them. You were bouncing around, you didn't hear me. <laughs> I gave the link. Um, love you guys. It's Friday. I'm ending you with still my favorite video. That brings me joy. See you tonight at nine o'clock. Two more days, guys of the fast. You got it. Ah.